Thank you so much for tuning in to the Phenomena NDE Near-Death Experiences. With me today, I have Ashley. He has experienced many, many experiences at, at a young age. Ashley, welcome to my show. Hi, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be a part. Well, thank you for being with me. And uh, I will start with your younger age. You started in the 90s. Uh, yes, I started having uh, my first out-of-body experience was, I want to say, roughly around 1995 um, mm -hmm. when I was about 15 to 18. It could have been plus or minus a couple of years there. But mm -hmm. I was um, I was living at home with my mom and dad at the time. And I was, I remember coming to, and I was floating on top of my ceiling. And I was looking down at my body. And I remember thinking, what the heck is going on? And the next thing, as soon as you uh, tend to get a little frightened with out-of-body experiences, you tend to get sucked back into your body. And I remember coming down and going into my body and I shot up in the bed and I gasped for air and I was like, what the heck? And I just laid down and I, and I went back to sleep, but I remembered everything perfectly. And it was, it was the first, um, out-of-body experience for me. Mm -hmm. And wow. Did you ever tell your parents what happened, like, especially the first time? I told my mom the next day, and um, she she was kind of open to this kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, like, um, I just, I said, did anything weird happen last night to you? And she was like, no. And I just said, okay, well, I remember floating outside my bed. And uh, she was just, like, kind of blown away by that. Did she support yeah. your, you know, what you were, you know, the not support, support, um, being concerned and, you know, being like a mom? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, she, she was um, always um, pretty open to that kind of stuff. She was actually the first person to start talking about Sylvia Brown and all this kind of spiritual stuff to me. So, yeah, she was open to it for sure. Mm -hmm. It wasn't too weird. Okay. And, um with the first one and then you had an experience in see so you had those in the 90s 97 and then it was quiet for a while right and then you had mm -hmm. one yeah in 2013 do you want to tell us about that one um yeah on uh july 13th 2014 actually would would be my next one but um for that to make any sense i kind of have to go back a little bit and just uh let everyone know what was going on in my life at the time. So in 2012, um, towards the end of the year, my mom was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, uh, terminal. And this experience kind of caused me to go within and look at my life because it felt like I realized for the first time that I was going to die. And so I had like, an internal audit of everything and this really <clears throat> excuse me this really sent me into more of a, a bit of a depression because I had realized that I'd basically struggled this whole life with mental health and I looked at my life and figured that you know I hadn't really done anything extraordinary and um, so 
when my mom was diagnosed, they gave her about six to eight months to live. And um, I said I was with my um, ex-wife now, but I was married at the time. We'd been together for 14 years. Mm -hmm. And even though I wasn't necessarily ready for a child, I I thought, well, we were going to have a child one day. So I asked my wife at the time if if we were ever going to have a child, could we do it now? So my mom could be around and experience this child. And I was always, um, you know, I would always pray uh, to Jesus and stuff like that. And um, so when my wife got pregnant um, a couple weeks later, um, my mom actually ended up passing away three months before my son was born. And when that happened, I just hit rock bottom. And so by the time my son uh, came to this world, um, I was already basically in like a suicidal depression. And the next 12 months, the next 13 months of my life um, were extremely difficult. I, I didn't really want to be alive. And every day was just a struggle to wake up and get through things. So I was living um, in a house in Langley. We had a detached garage. And um, when my mom passed away, like I said, I did an internal audit on everything. And I had come to the conclusion that my marriage was no longer healthy and that I wanted to leave. However, I, I was getting no support in that. And so I felt very alone. I felt just trapped. And I I fell into this deep depression. One day I was sitting in my detached garage. I would spend pretty much every day in there. I would spend anywhere from like three to six and eight hours um, just sitting in my detached garage in a chair in my in my, like my meditation area. And one day I was sitting there and um, I asked myself something different that I never asked myself in 13 months. And I said to myself, I was like, do you ever see this pain that you're experiencing going away? And, and I said, no. And uh, so then I asked myself, I was like, well, could you live another 40 years with this? And as soon as I asked myself if I could live another 40 years with this pain, it was like a trigger went off. Mm-hmm. And I just felt this adrenaline going through my body. And I, and I, and I said to myself, I'm like, there's no point in me living anymore. Uh-huh. And I, I had about a 45 minute internal conversation with myself about the joys I had in this life compared to all the hard times. And eventually I came to the point where I decided that my son at the time who was eight months old would be better off if I was no longer around because then my, my wife could find someone that would actually be capable of raising them. And so I convinced myself that I should start my car in my garage and I can only um, go off of my experience and my understanding of what happened. But um, when I decided to grab my keys, I, I looked over at my car and I was just, I was in the process of getting up out of this chair to go do what I had decided when um, the word no was shouted at me. And I was in a detached garage. My garage door was shut. My 
the big garage door was closed. I just had my light on. There was no one around. And so this really startled me because mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was talking in my head. And these words came at me as if someone was standing there. And so I got a little afraid because I was like, How, why is there a guy standing in my garage? Like my car, I was looking over to my right and these words came from my left. Uh-huh. And so by the time I actually turned my head from the car to where these words were, there was nobody there, but then I seen this like oval shape that was somewhat see-through. And just as I was trying to figure out what was going on, more words were spoken. And these words were very strange because it sounded like my dad was speaking to me and he was still alive. My mom had passed away, so this made no sense to me. But these words sounded like they were coming from underwater. And it started talking. It started telling me about about how I could I could get to where I wanted to go. So the exact words were no. And then I looked over and I heard, you can do this. It's going to take a lot of hard work, but you can get to where you want to go. And so I sat back down, put my hands on my face, and uh, the next few hours were kind of a blur. But that night, I am, I am leading to an out-of-body experience, I promise. <laughs> so that mm-hmm. night, I went to bed and... Um, it, it was about 11 o'clock at night and I was going to bed next to my wife at the time and I had all these tears streaming down my eyes and because I was not looking forward to living life. I, I convinced myself that, you know, this life was too hard and I just didn't want to be here. So I was pretty upset that I was still alive and I kind of, when I was laying there, kind of made a fist and threw it up to the sky and I said, God, Jesus, if, if I'm going to be here, I need to know what this life is all about. And then um, I just kind of passed out. And, and this is where things are going to get really weird for your listeners. But um, uh, somehow I remember laying in my bed and I was asleep. But I heard this word. I heard this uh, these, these words in my head that said, we think you should open up your eyes. And when I opened up my eyes, there was a being standing next to my bed. This was um, very tall, I would say about six foot tall being, that, but it was leaning over. It was about 10 inches away from my face. And it wasn't very pleasant looking. It, it looked like a tall gray except brown, and his face was like compact and looked kind of really crazy. But what happened was this frightened me so much that my first initial reaction, as soon as I opened my eyes, was I gasped in and I went, <gasps> and when I breathed in so violently, what happened was, is I, I left my body instantly and I went off in my bedroom into the corner about five feet away where I could see the backside of this being leaning over to me. And I could, I could tell the whole time that this being was talking to me, mm-hmm. but I couldn't hear anything. And what I've come to notice, because I've left my body quite a few times now, is the second you get scared, you, you're, you're attached to your body by a silver cord, from what I hear. And I just got sucked right back in. And as I got sucked back in, I could hear this being talking to me, saying, you're, we're here to carve our own path. And that was, that was the like, first crazy experience wasn't very pleasant but it was um you know well, well i guess it was my second experience because the first one was, was when, when I was you were a out child, of but um actually when you were out of the body 
in the corner of the room, you didn't hear what he was saying to you at all? I, I could not hear um, what he was saying, but I, I was under the impression that he was definitely talking to me. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And yeah. he was still staring at you and talking to you, even though you weren't mm -hmm. there. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah, I, sorry, go ahead. What else happened? Uh, keep going. Yeah. This is interesting. Jeff. Uh, yeah. Like I can, I can continue talking about what I've heard about this being, if you'd like, or, or well, um, out of body experience. Well, the thing is, was your, were you laying next to your wife? When that happened I was yeah she was she was completely out the whole time I figured when this being came to me it was somewhere around 1 30 in the morning and I've had um, I've had quite a circle of very intuitive people because in 2015 when I first went to my first meditation uh -huh. I told people about my experience and I was asking them what was my experience with this with, um, I believed was Archangel Michael in my garage and so all these people started coming to me and so I asked individual people without them knowing I asked about six different people I said what was this being that was in my in my room and every single one of them without knowing each other said this was a space brother from Andromeda and he was trying to help you because all these beings on the other side are aware of how hard you're having, uh, how hard of a time you're having. Mm -hmm. And one gentleman by the name of Rion de Ruin from Morning Coffee on YouTube, a uh, very, very in tune gentleman who can leave his body at will, he told me that the reason why I was seeing this being in such a distorted lens was because my third eye was still calcified at the time. And he said that this being could have been more humanoid in in reality than what I was actually seeing it interesting interesting yeah. so that and your wife what when you told did you tell your wife the next day what happened to you or you just kept it to yourself? I did not um so I didn't tell anyone anything for nine months I actually went on a drinking bender um <laughs> the next day because I kind of I was questioning my sanity after all that, and I was in no hurry to tell anyone. So I actually, um, I actually didn't tell anyone. I told my my wife nine months later when we were kind of having a bit of an argument going through our divorce, and I said, you know, I almost took my bloody life nine years ago, and it wasn't it, if it wasn't for an angel, I wouldn't be here. And she kind of just had a real blank look in her face, like she didn't know what to think. <laughs> Huh, interesting. So when did that when did that experience happen in 2015? That was 2014. 14? That was um wow. That was 13 months after my mom. And then what happened? Uh, life. And then what happened in 2015? Did anything happen then? So 2000, 2015 was um that was That was your meditation. Okay, yes. So this is when I went to the meditation. So this was hands down by far the most enjoyable out-of-body experience I've had because I got there was no fear involved so what happened was um, after I went to this meditation I got invited to do uh, a breathing exercise for an hour where it was a guided meditation where it was to raise your Kundalini energy so we we started um, 
in a sitting position and we were we were moving our hips back and forth and we were visualizing our our root chakra and, and doing this breath work it was it was crazy it was like really rapid deep breathing for non-stop for like an hour when we got to the crown chakra the lady said okay now i'm going to get you guys to hold your breath and we were in a circle there was there was roughly 20 people there it was a large circle and um this woman was the host and she said now we're going to hold your breath and, and when as i held my breath it was the strangest feeling ever because i guess i had supercharged my cells with oxygen for so long that i was able to hold my breath for like two minutes and i had no desire to breathe and i was like okay i'm kind of getting scared like i don't know if this is unhealthy or whatever so i just i just took a, the slightest breath in and as I did that, I slipped right out of my body. And I remember I went right up uh, about three feet behind my body. Mm-hmm. And I could see everybody, the whole circle, the woman, everyone, the whole room. Mm-hmm. And the most, but the most amazing thing was the energy. Mm-hmm. It was, there was, because there was no fear involved. I was just floating there and I was like, oh my God, this is this is unconditional love. This is the energy that we come from. Uh, it, it was just so magnificent. And eventually the, the, the woman that was uh, doing the show or the, the, the meditation, she says, okay, everyone on the count of five, we're going to, we're going to come back to our bodies. And so she counts down to five. And I remember thinking like, it's funny cause we still have a sense of humor on the other side or like in that form, I was like, I was like, there's no way I'm going back. I'm like, this feels too good. I, I'm not coming back. So she counted to five, snapped her fingers. And I watched everyone, like everyone's body start, like, you know, coming back to life. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, I'm, I'm good right here. And she starts looking around and I could see my body and everyone else. And I'm the only one who's not moving. And so I see her walking up to my body. And she says, we're coming back down to our body on the count of three. And she goes, one, two, three. And snaps her fingers, and I open my eyes, and I and the first thing I think is, oh no, I'm back. But <laughs> it it was that was that was quite an experience. When sure. you were out of the body, did you see anybody else in that room around you? Anything? Oh yeah, I saw everyone. I saw I I saw everyone. I saw the whole circle. Like I never yeah. went anywhere. You I was. You I saw was about this, three feet away from my body. But when you were out of the body, any souls outside the body? Or is it just you? Oh, sorry. No. When I was out of the body, I did not see any other souls out of the body. I was just seeing the physical uh, bodies in the circle. There was no energy, no nothing. But I was just sitting in the energy of unconditional love, which is what I believe we came from. And what year was this? This was this would have been about 2015 is when I started getting into meditation and really changing what happened, my life. What happened to you in 2016 and 17? Okay, um, so I had I had another out of body experience that was um, kind of it's kind of unlike any other experience I've had. So it, it's kind of it's kind of different. Um, so I went to a meditation in Coquitlam. Mm-hmm. I I want to say roughly 2017. The reason why my memory is so bad with the years is because literally from 2013 to 2020, I lived in a detached garage and I did the same thing over and over. It just all kind of blend into one. But I went to this meditation and 
afterwards, it, it was another, it was a breathing meditation, not quite as intense as the last one, but um, we did a meditation. And when I left that, um, that meditation, I wasn't quite grounded. I was still in a very airy um, mind state, or I guess you could say. And I went to the gas station around the corner and mm-hmm. I picked up some water because I was dehydrated. I, I think I picked up a pack of gum and some sunflower seeds. And the strangest thing in the world happened. I, as I was holding these things, I looked back behind the counter and there was this gentleman in there and this woman had asked for a pack of smokes and he started walking. This was like a lot larger area behind the counter than normal. He started walking back. It was like 10 feet. And as I was looking at him, he started flashing in and out of consciousness or like, like of my vision. I know this is going to sound crazy, but it was almost like the only way I could describe it was like maybe something you've seen from a movie where like a vision of someone flashes in and out. It was like the most bizarre thing I ever seen with my eyes. And I walk over to the counter. He does this thing with her and I set down my, my, um, ob- my, my objects on, on the uh-huh. counter. Uh-huh. And then, and I'm staring at this guy, like he's right in front of me. So I didn't turn my head or nothing. I put my, my, my things down and he says to me, he's like, now I'm just making up this number because I can't remember what the exact price was. But at the time it was the exact price. He says, so that'll be like, uh, like $14 and 32 cents. And I was like, how did you come up with that number? And he looks at me funny and he's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, don't you have to scan the, don't you have to scan the items first? He's like, I just scanned them right in front of you. And I said, I said, I've been looking at you the whole time, buddy. Like you have, you didn't scan nothing. And he pulls up the receipt and he's like, okay. I'm like, okay, sorry, man. He's like, I'm like, it's been a long day. Here you go. Here's the money. I'm like, sorry, I left. And I messaged my friend Linda that I was at, who's uh, very intuitive. And she was at the, um, she was at the uh, meditation that I was at previous. And I said, Linda, I'm like, I just had the most bizarre experience ever. I'm like, this guy was glitching in and out and then like all this scanning stuff. I'm like, do you know what happened? And so she tunes in and she says, you and this guy know each other from past life. And you guys actually went off astral surfing. And what was happening was, is your consciousness was split between your, your, your energy body and your physical body. And that's why he was flashing in and out of consciousness because I wasn't really anchored into one spot at one time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I just thought, yeah, that was kind of different. That was interesting. But, um, well, tell me, mm-hmm. um, you know, anything experiencing that you had with Lucifer? You know? Mm. In- interesting. Yeah, okay. I guess because the audience is asking, what's. You know, have you had any experience, you know, what was this experience like with Lucifer? Okay. Um, yeah, I will. Okay. So I've had a few, quite a few incidences with him. I've had Jesus come to me. I've had Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, Metatron, and Lucifer come to me. Um, so my first experience was with him. So in 2015, I was 35 years old and I had never touched, um, I'd never touched mushrooms ever. My, um, my, sorry, uh, my opinion of him, you know, was like, just, okay, I'm all about Jesus, right? So, sorry, I was talking about mushrooms there. Um, 
so my opinion on, on mushrooms was I never I never touched them my whole life. And then in 2015, I started working with this um, energy worker, Reiki healer, and she was telling me how if I started um, using mushrooms, they could help open up my heart. And so I started doing that with her, and the experiences I having were like life changing. So I after I got comfortable, I started um, having my own experiences in my garage and. My first experience of meeting Lucifer or having an encounter with him was on mushrooms, but all the other ones, the other three that I had were not. So mm-hmm. I know some people, they like to discredit things right away as soon as you bring up psychedelics or mushrooms. But when you look into it, really what that does is it helps us go from the physical to the astral. I won't get into that too much. But anyway, so I did this meditation and um, I was about an hour in. And when I close my eyes and I do uh, mushroom meditations, I always ask to just connect with God and help to open up my heart and be a more loving person after. And and I always find myself just with my eyes closed. I feel like my, my energy body goes somewhere in space where there's just stars in the background and I'm all alone in the safe spot. And I was feeling unconditional love. I was blissed out like I was just in a really good place. And something really weird happened where the word Lucifer was whispered in my ears and it was like, it was like, it wasn't enough to make me be afraid because I was in such a loving, unconditional place. But I was like, okay, why in the world did I just hear that? And in the distance, and my eyes are closed the whole time. In the distance, I see two super bright balls of light and they come shooting at me at the speed of light. And right before they get to my head, they split in two and they shoot right by my ears and the weird thing was is that in the physical my ears started vibrating started shaking where I was like what the heck was that and everything just went back to normal it was it was just whatever everything was good and then um, a couple days later I was talking to um, a shaman named Eli from Full Ascension Healing Arts and I was asking him I said you know what the heck was that? I was like, like, why would he come to me? Like, I'm always, you know, asking Jesus for protection and, and all this kind of stuff. Like, why was he there? And he told me, well, those two white balls of light were um, your angels. And they actually came and escorted him out of your, out of your energy field. And that was the first time I ever had an encounter with him. I can, I can roll right on to the next one if you like. Okay, well, let's go into a commercial break, and we'll go right into the next one. And your your stories are very interesting and enticing. So hold on, and we'll be right okay. back after these messages. Hey, this is Sabrina, the owner of Math Beast EQ'd. I believe mathematics is the most important subject students should learn, but sometimes traditional schooling isn't enough. I have a classroom space in Bluffdale, Utah, or we can use Google Meet or Skype. Call me at 385-515-8600. Let's help your student become a beast at math so they can be a beast at life. Hi, my name is Drusilla. I am the founder and owner of Drusilla's Closet. I've created a unique system to organize your pantry and kitchen. The system also works great in various parts of your home and garage. Also in my closet, I have unique furniture, art, and decor. 
You can find us on Facebook, Drusilla's Closet, or call at 435-224-9266. Hey, this is Brian with Better Accounting. Do you know how much money you will owe in taxes? Do you just blindly save money here and there and hope it is enough to cover your tax bill? There is a better way. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go into the tax season knowing exactly what your tax bill will be? Or better yet, wouldn't it be nice to make smaller payments throughout the year so you are not scrambling to pay your taxes? Better Accounting is the proactive solution to business taxes and accounting. Our team believes in regular communication with our clients. We meet with our clients multiple times throughout the year. Effective tax planning does not just happen during the tax season. If you are looking for a hands-on partner in your business, give Better Accounting a call. Call our office at 385-257-8866 or check out our website at betteraccounting.com. We work in all 50 states. Again, give us a call at 385-257-8866. We look forward to working with you. We are back. I'm sitting here with Ashley, and we're talking about the near-death experience that he received. Um, he had many th starting in the 1990s all the way up till today, mm -hmm. this time. So, Ashley, though, go on to the next the one that you experienced with the um with lucifer was pretty interesting now and then mm. you had one with um we got another one going what year would it be see we were in 2017 and now we're going into is it 2021 <clears throat> oh are you um talking about the next um encounter i had yes with yes did you okay, have, so did you have anything in 2018 or is that uh, around around 2017 would have been my next encounter with him and that was okay. a, a lot different <laughs> did you would you like me yeah, to yeah let's go into that okay yes, yes okay so um after having heard his name whispered into my ears that one time um we me and my wife at the time and my son we were uh, we had two sisters and it was a sunny sunday and we decided to go for a walk and somehow they all ended up uh, about 50 feet ahead of me. I think I stopped the time my shoe or something like that. And uh, as I stopped, there was, a, there was a plant right beside me that had these beautiful purple spade leaves. And in my detached garage, I have a meditation area where I have like all these things set up. And I was like, oh, I would love to have one of these leaves for my, um, for my meditation area. And at the time, I... I didn't want to pull a leaf off the plant, so I looked on the ground, and there was none there. And I kind of hummed and hawed about taking one from a live plant. I wouldn't now, but at the time, um, I was like, okay, I'm just going to take one leaf. The plant's not going to die, right? And um, right as I was about to pluck one of these leaves off the plant, I heard the words, I wouldn't do that. And the words, I wouldn't do that, were in the exact same sound pitched tone as the word Lucifer when it was whispered to me. So I didn't, I kind of disregard what I heard 
And so I plucked this leaf, one leaf off the plant. As I did, I looked up to where my uh, wife at the time and my son were, and my boy was running. And the second I plucked off this leaf, my boy went flying through the air. And he landed on his knees. He was wearing shorts, and he got up. He was all bleeding, and he was cut. And I had a very strange suspicion that I knew what had happened. And so I messaged um, some of my intuitive friends, and I asked, you know, what's your take on it? It was basically the same as mine. It was um, Lucifer telling me not to harm that plant. And since I did, he tripped my child because people like Lucifer was once created by God as an angel. Right. So he, Mm -hmm. his, he does have love for the plants and stuff like that too. Right. So I disrespected his thing and, he disrespected my son. <laughs> so I've learned, uh, you know, he's definitely not someone you want to call on. Like, I don't want to give the impression that uh, he's someone I, I call upon. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Is your son okay? Has it freaked him out? My son's fantastic now. I, I, I had, I would say my next uh, experience with him was, I guess, more pleasurable, you could say, I guess. Um Right when, uh, in 2020, when uh, we were packing up the house, getting divorced, um, I had developed an 11 millimeter kidney stone and, uh, we were packing up the house and all of a sudden this thing, the guy had gone for ultrasounds and they were telling me how I was going to have to get this thing removed because it was mm-hmm. too big to pass and all this stuff. Well, when I was moving boxes in my house, this thing decided to pass and all I can say is that if you some sometimes some people compare passing kidney stones to giving birth and one at 11 millimeters, I would say it's probably very similar because I was on the ground and I could not move. Like I was in so much pain. I could not, I could not move. I couldn't even cry. Like I wanted to cry, but it, it, it was just, I could, my wife tried to give me a glass of water and I couldn't even move my hands three inches. And after about laying on the ground, I would guess maybe 20 minutes, I said to myself, I was like, the pain got, it got so excruciating that I said, oh my God, am I going to die? And I, I started to question, like, how much pain can I actually tolerate before I die? Just as I heard, just as I said that, the word Lucifer was whispered into my ears again. Now I went from 20 minutes of the most excruciating pain I, I just burst out laughing after this word was whispered into my ear. I started laughing. Why and would you I laugh? Was able to, Why would you laugh? Exactly. Exactly. Huh. So that's what I was thinking. So um, I, I burst out laughing and I stood up and within 20 seconds, I was perfectly fine. Now, I was confused by this. And so I asked. I get, I do what I do. I get on the phone. I ask my friends, like, what was going on here? A little, you know, a couple hours later, and I was told that um, the pain that I was creating, Lucifer took it away from me. It was like a Reiki healing. Now people might think, okay, he did you a favor, but he gained all that energy that I was creating. So it was like it was like a multivitamin for him. So he did me a favor, but he also benefited from it himself. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You're saying, I don't want mm-hmm. to experience this anymore. Um, I know. So I, I did have another one that I haven't told 
too many people about. What about if you the want one to hear that? See, that was a visiting in the shower. Um, what about the 2020? That was that in 2020. The one. The shower was um was when Jesus came to me in 2020. Okay, let's talk about that one. Let's talk. Okay. And then okay. you had one so too this... in 20. On June 8th, 2021. Yes, on June 8th. Mm-hmm. That's the coolest experience I've ever had in this life. I'll get, uh, <laughs> I'll get to that one. So I'll start with the shower one. Um, okay, the shower is interesting. But yeah, let's go yeah, with that this, one. This, this, oh, do we only have time for one? No, no, we can keep talking. Let's go, keep going. Let's okay, go with the okay, I'll one try, with I'll, the, was it October 20th, 2020? Yeah. In the yeah, shower. That's the shower one. Okay. okay, we'll start with that one. So um, this was intense. So I was listening to a couple of YouTube videos in the in the in the afternoon. Say, let's just say noon, and one of them was a channel a uh, woman who channels Jesus, and she just uh, basically has a YouTube um, channel where she posts all these different uh, messages from Jesus. And so I wanted to just listen to one, and I was listening to one, and it was talking about how. Jesus was saying through her that if anyone's having a hard time in this life opening up their heart to just invite me in and and help you, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I didn't think nothing of it. And the next video I was listening to was this gentleman named Enoch777 on, on YouTube um, who talks about showers and how they cleanse your energy. And he talks about how it's basically like a baptism every time you have a shower it's removing negative energy from you. And, and that really resonated with me because I love my long, hot half an hour showers and cold showers and like all this stuff. I really feel it, it does do something to our energy. So after listening to this video, I said, I said in my head, I said, okay, Jesus, I'm like, I'm having a hard time opening up my heart. I'm like, next time I have a shower, meet me in the shower and baptize me and help open up my heart. Well, this was, this was, in the afternoon and I completely forgot about what I had said and normally um, I would have a shower around four o'clock but for some reason that day I didn't end up having a shower till like seven or seven thirty in the evening and I completely forgot about what I said and halfway through my shower like I'm having um, I like to have super hot showers but then I have ice cold showers at the end so I was in my hot shower and it was strange because a, a total separate warm energy just came over my body to the point where it was like it took all of my attention. I was like, what is going on here? And then the next thing I know, this large buzzing, like I just feel this buzzing energy. And like I've described before, if you've ever had a bumblebee fly right by your ear, you can almost feel the vibration from it. And, and and what this felt like, it felt like there was a five-foot-tall bumblebee hovering right beside me. Mm-hmm. And before I could even wonder what this was, the energy of Jesus just flooded over me. And this buzzing, it literally felt like my skin was like little popcorn that was going like pop, 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 pop. In the physical, I could feel everything. I couldn't see anything, mm-hmm. but I was having this, this energy exchange and... How did you know? You, you basic, how did you know sorry? that was Jesus? How did you know that? So that's that's uh, a question I get asked quite a bit, and same with um, the Archangel Michael. What I've come to realize, or what I've come to believe, anyway, is whether it's correct or not, is that when these beings come to you, 
energy is exchanged and i believe that like even for humans i think telepathy is what's coming for us and i think information and knowledge is exchanged just through interactions of energy and vibration mm-hmm. and so like it wasn't like when this warm feeling came over me and then i started feeling all this buzzing i was at first i was like what is this and it wasn't until i said like what is this that this it starts with your heart it's just this warm feeling comes over and you're like oh it's jesus it's like it's like if you've ever walked home at christmas time if you've ever gone home to visit your parents at christmas time mm-hmm. your dad answers the door you walk in, it's the same smell you've been smelling your whole life. You haven't seen your mom, but you know she's cooking at, at, in the kitchen. It's just that knowing. It's just It just comes over you, and there's no doubt about it. And so Jesus, um, this energy, when, when I realized it was Jesus, it was like all these downloads, like I could just tell all these things were happening. And when I got out of the shower, because I got, um, technically I got divorced in, in 2019, but we lived with each other all the way up until uh, the beginning of 2020. And so um, when I got divorced, I moved in with my dad and this was at my dad's house. I'm still technically, I'm still there. It's been over a year and a half now. Um, I'm still living with my old man, but this happened at his place and he was home. And when I got out of the shower, like I just, I couldn't stop swearing. I was like, why would you be swearing? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. I was just like, I was just like, what the F, what the F, what the F? Like, but I was in like the most unconditional loving place ever. Like the energy behind the words, there was no like negative to it. Like I was just like, like I just was blown away that I was visited by Jesus. And I walked downstairs and I had my hand on my head and my dad was sitting there and he could tell something was up. And he's like, he's like, what's going on? And uh, I was like, well, uh, I don't know if you're going to, I don't know how you're going to take this, but uh, Jesus just visited me in the shower. And um, my dad was like, okay, well, if Jesus just visited you, stop swearing. And I was like, yeah, okay, I know, I know, I know, I know. I just, I just, I can't, I can't believe this. I'm like, holy, I was like, okay, I'll stop swearing. But, um, yeah, that was, it was just this crazy energy exchange. And so many things came from that, like, um, when people ask me, they're like, what was, like, what was the message or what, what was left with you? What I realized from this energy exchange was that we are love. And, and the, the thing that he relayed to me was that love is the key. That was the phrase that stuck with me was love is the key. And for like, when I first stepped out of that shower, after having this energy of, of Jesus or Yeshua come to me, I thought of all the people that had ever harmed me and I had nothing but unconditional love for them and understanding. I I don't want to say that that energy stayed with me forever. It stayed with me for like a week, but unfortunately, you know, kind of go back to your old ways, but it gave me the glimpse into like just how powerful love is. Like it has the ability to heal illnesses. It, 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 you know, it'll help us just in every way possible. Now tell me how, okay, I'm here. That's wonderful. I Tell me what happened in June 8th, 2021. Okay, so this this is this is the breadwinner for me. This is the most wild experience I've ever had. So on June 8th, um, I had just went on 
directly from my my nine to five job and one of my friends was like let's get we were was like let's get out of the house let's go to the third beach it was it's our favorite beach we like to hang out there so we packed up a, a backpack took you know some chips and so okay neither okay. one of us drink alcohol okay. neither one of us drink alcohol so we uh we packed up our bag and we headed out there and um as we were getting to uh we did we just laid down our blanket and put our uh, backpack down we hadn't really done anything and i just sat we sat down on the blanket and i remember looking around it was a beautifully hot sunny day the water was coming in there was just a little bit of breeze everything was perfect it was just perfect and for me, like um, the last, you know, since 2013, I've been dealing with depression in different forms, like suicidal at times and then just depression at other times. And it's been a long go for me for the last seven, eight years, my whole life really, but really hard lately. And um, when I sat down there, I was, I just had this peace come over me and serenity. And I just got over, like, I started laughing like I, I didn't I couldn't even help it I just started laughing because everything felt so perfect and the next thing you know I, I was in an uncontrollable laugh and my body I just fell sideways I was sitting on the blanket but my my body just leaned right off the blanket onto the stand where I had to put my head up my hand or like my arm on my forehead so my my mouth wouldn't go in the sand and I was just laughing my back was towards the sun and the next thing you know, my eyes are open the whole time. My vision went completely white. Like all I could see was bright white light everywhere. And before I could even really get confused and wonder what the heck was happening, these two beings, even brighter than the white light that I was seeing, started to emerge from this white light. And I didn't, I won't say that um, it, it was like in a human form it was like in a soul form so it was like this glowing white energy form and it was right next to this giant round energy form and right as i was um focused on the smaller one i was like what is this instantly all this energy again just energy without words being spoken this energy of jesus came over me and i was like oh my god oh sorry i, I, I shouldn't say that but um i was just like Oh my goodness, like um I was overtaken by this energy. And it wasn't until later that I, I went home and meditated that I realized that this big ball of um energy that was beside Jesus was actually the sun. And talking to uh, some of my intuitive friends, what they have told me is that um Jesus is a very high vibrational being that likes to hang out in the twelfth dimension with the sun. Apparently, the sun is an ascended master of its own, and I won't get too far involved in that, but um, when uh, this laughing attack stopped, I remember me and my buddy Alex, um, we were there till like, I don't know, 10.30 at night. This was uh, about 1.30 in the afternoon when this happened. We sat there, and I didn't feel human. Um, I felt like I was God in physical form and I asked my friend I'm like did you experience these white beings and he said no um, I actually made a YouTube video where I go meet called meeting Jesus on third beach where I go into detail but um, he said he didn't experience the white light but he said he experienced the energy of whatever I was experiencing and he 
said he just was overcome with this knowing and it was it was surreal because it was like it was like a knowing that we have an energy in us that is connected to god and we really can have anything we want like if you want to be healthy just know you're healthy and be healthy and you will be healthy like don't be afraid of disease because if you focus on that that's what you'll create like and any and just to be happy in life it's like just be love and know that you can have whatever you want don't get in your own way with doubts have faith in god that everything will work out and it will and it it was it was an absolute life-changing day for me and my friend alex for sure mm-hmm. well that's a good experience Absolutely. that's a good experience do you write any of this stuff down besides just doing videos things like that have you been keeping a journal on your experiences um, so I, I actually recently bought a journal, but I have to do that, but I haven't physically written them down yet because I think I need to because there's, there's so many things that have been happening to me since 2013 that I almost forget them. <laughs> yeah, um, write them down. And then on, so you had it on June 8th. That is such a good experience. Mm-hmm. I had another um, experience that involves my artwork with Jesus, if, if you don't mind me yeah, talking about let's, that. Yeah, we're getting close to a closing. So, yeah, talk about your artwork that you, you do these trees. I say here, yeah, so here, they call them like, yeah. Miracle Trees. Yeah, well, it's called the Miracle Tree Collection. It's on my website, ashleysamborski.com. But basically, um, in 2015, I, I quit drinking in an attempt to save my marriage. And... After, I want to say, let's just say roughly about five months after I quit drinking, I I was having a really hard time because I felt like I left everything behind that made me me. And I almost, I, I said to God in my garage, I was like, you know, I'm just going to go back to drinking because I don't find anything, you know, I've, I've left all the things behind me that don't serve me anymore. And the next thing I know, within a couple of days, I, I... I created this tree out of steel. And the next thing you know, I just, I couldn't stop working on it. And like I was at work, working in a steel shop and our boss was like, you know, you have some spare time between jobs, go do what you want. And so I grabbed a welder and I started welding these rods and using the heating torch and molding them into a tree. And as I was doing this, I got these crazy visuals of like this actual like tree growing through the ground. I never thought anything of it. When I got to the branches, I was like, okay, what should I do for the branches? I got another uh, vision came to me of uh, beams of light coming straight down through these clouds and the branches of my trees coming straight up to receive this light, bring it down into this dimension. So I was like, okay, perfect. I do that. And I have six trees in total. They all kind of talk about like my, um, my dark night of soul and spiritual awakening. Like the first tree is called the miracle tree. It has, it's kind of in honor of me still being alive and the angel coming to me and saving me and these trees coming into my life and bringing joy when I was so depressed and never thought I'd experience it. And then like the tree of love is the celebration of love and it goes on. You can check it out on the website, but I have a tree called, um, so after my experience in the shower of meeting Jesus, I had five trees made and I knew I wanted to have six. So I was like, okay, well, no doubt that the sixth tree is going to be called the Yeshua tree because, um, named after Jesus. And so I made one of these trees and um, on 
all the trees there, they're covered in crystals. I use art resin. I cover the trees in crystals. But with the Yeshua tree, I wanted to do something to represent the cross. So I put, um, I put sawdust in the resin on the tree to make it represent the cross. And it's got quartz crystals and all this. And so I had my Yeshua tree. And on December 25th, I thought, I was like, okay, because they're made of mild steel, mm-hmm. I stamped my name and the name of the tree and the date in the bottom. And I was like, it would be so cool if I stamped two Yeshua trees on December 25th, his birthday, right? Mm -hmm. So I did that. And then I dipped them in white paint and that's just to protect it. And then from that point on, I have to add color and crystals, but I didn't do anything to these trees for a long time. So I had two of these trees that were stamped on December 25th sitting in my garage. My buddy Alex that um, I had this experience with on Third Beach in Vancouver on June 8th, he came over and we we're really close and he was telling me how his birthday was coming out in three weeks. And I was like, I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this, these two trees have been sitting here and I haven't worked on them for months. I have no idea why. And I'm like, now I know why. I'm like, I'm going to make one for you for your birthday and I'll make the other one for me and our energies, you know, will be connected. And so since one was stamped number two on the bottom, one was stamped number three, but they're all white, they weren't finished. I just held them up and I said, okay, without you seeing the number, intuitively pick one and that'll be your tree. And as I pointed them towards him, like the tops of the tree, I pointed, I leaned them down, I pointed towards them. He started like, he started like stuttering around, like his his feet, like he started moving funny, like he was almost going to fall over. And it got to the point where he knocked the stool over. So I was like, okay, I dropped the trees. Like I put the trees on the table. I ran over there and I grabbed them and I held them up. And he started shaking like his eyes, like his eyes were open. Like he started, I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I wonder if he's having a seizure. So I lower him down to the ground. And because we're in my garage, I had a, there was a blanket in the corner. I grabbed the blanket and I covered him up. And a couple minutes go by and I was like, should I call the, the ambulance? And this energy of Jesus came over me again. And I was like, oh, this is, uh, this is like divinely guided. This is okay. So as soon as I thought that, he pops right back up. Like he takes the blanket off. He stands right up. And I was like, whoa, like be careful, man. Like what just happened there? Do you remember anything? He's like, I remember everything. He's like, the second you pointed those trees at me, this energy of Jesus overcame my body and I couldn't, I couldn't even stand. And so I messaged, um, one of our friends that he knows too, that's super intuitive. And I said, we just had this experience. Can you tap in and tell me what happened? And she was telling me that the energy of Jesus came through these trees and his crown chakra and his heart chakra just kind of like not really exploded, but just opened up so much that he lost control. And that's kind of the aftermath from it. (laughs) Interesting. So where can somebody purchase your trees? Where can they purchase your trees at? Or do you have them on the, the website, or do you have any stores? Yes, yeah, the best the, the best place is to check out my website at ashleysamborski.com. It's a s h l e y s a m b o r s k i dot com, and you can uh, message me there. Or there is a Facebook group called the Miracle Tree Collection, and also on Instagram at ashsam triple eight a s h s a m triple eight. I post a lot of my my stuff there too. Okay. Well, Ashley, I'd like to thank you so much for coming on my show. Well, thank you for having me. And if you wouldn't mind, if, if your viewers are interested in the stuff we've been talking about, 
I do have all my crazy stories on my YouTube channel on okay. uh, Save by an Angel. Okay, well, thank you so much, Ashley, for coming on. And you can, uh, for those who are just jumping on, you can go to my website, thephenomenand.com, and you're welcome to listen in once again. And, uh, Ashley, thank you again for coming on, and you have a great day. Oh, evening. thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute blast, and I hope your viewers had a good time, too. And have a great evening yourself. You, too. Talk to you soon. Oh, okay. You. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Phenomena NDE Near-Death Experience. Until then, you guys have a great evening.